Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Soul Wave. I'm your host, Mia. Hello, hello, gang. What it do, my baby boots? I am back. Y'all thought I was gone, huh? <laughs> Did you miss me? I know I miss this. I miss getting on the mic and talking my shit. To my day ones, the ones that have been on this wave with me from the jump, or joined during the last year or few months, I just want to say I'm sorry. From the bottom of my heart, I stepped away with no explanation. I deleted hella episodes and just left y'all in the dark. And for that, I am extremely sorry. And if you hear that running around, I am in my basement studio recording, and that's my tenant's dog, Bono. He has the zoomies. <laughs> but speaking of those deleted episodes, I may drop them again once I re-listen to them. Kind of like Drake's Care Package album. I don't know. I have to see how I feel about them. But one of my beliefs I hold is you don't owe anybody an explanation, especially because nowadays I learned you can waste so much of your breath and time explaining the people your side of the story or what you meant, what really happened, whatever it may be for them to completely miss the fucking point. Selective hearing, only pick up on certain things or even worse, have no respect towards you. And I've learned you have to pick and choose your battles. Is it really worth it? At the end of the day, does it matter if I do this? Well, for you guys, it does. It matters more than anything in the world to me to come on here and give you peeps an explanation for where I've been and also to admit some things, tell the truth. However, I would say at the same time, it's not an explanation. It's me sharing my story, my life, the real shit I've been going through, experiencing the ups and downs of it all. That's primarily how this podcast goes, but with a little dash of spirituality because I'm tuned into the other things because that's just how I live my life nowadays. Also, disclaimer, I curse. I use vulgar language. I'll be talking about rated R things, triggers potentially. So this is your warning. So if that offends you or anything I talk about, because I will be talking about my life for some reason, people get so damn triggered by that. Um, there are millions of other podcasts out there. I hate to see you go, but deuces. So before I get into all that juicy stuff, I want to formally introduce myself for the new ones. And for the old gang, oh, I've changed a lot. So if you already forgot, my name is Mia. I'm a youngin, growing up in a small town, literally so small, three miles long, one mile wide, um, where literally like everyone knows everybody. And there's so many here around me, and me too, who are in the survival mindset, where they really can't afford to think about anything else other than where the next check is coming from. They can't take a step back and put that time on themselves. Um, I can relate. I understand. I don't come from money, but I was blessed to always have enough growing up. It wasn't until the last few years where things really turned around for me and mine, when we learned about law of attraction and manifestation, where things got a little lighter on my parents. But for me, I don't know why. I still be struggling to manifest money. Some days, it's a hit or miss. Like, I'm a delivery driver at this little restaurant across the street from my house where I've always lived, born, raised, grew up, still kicking it. Um... And you would think, knowing about the law of attraction, how you gotta be in that vibe, you can manifest anything. Some days I just don't take as much money as I do on other days where I'm like on top of the fucking world and it's a damn shame. But like, hey, you win, you lose, it's all right. I wasn't always like this, tuned in, tapped in, turned on, like Abraham Hicks says. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that you as well are also on this spiritual journey and um, or any type of journey 
you're just understanding that it is it is a journey right it doesn't have to be spiritual it's your own your own life i don't know how you live um if you're like me though you weren't always like this there was a time in my life from birth till i was like 19 where i was like the majority of society nothing to believe in other than the dollar making it day to day you know following the rules society says go to school go to college get a job fall in love once or twice and make it work even when it isn't working um get married to the person it isn't working with have kids die until my soul was searching for more more love more explanation for why it hurts so bad more wisdom more money too obviously more meaning to life I come from a broken home, which means I've been working consistently through a boatload of childhood trauma, on top of generational traumas, on top of my own shit that has been traumatizing and accumulating within the last year. And you've heard that and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, we'll stay tuned for podcasts to come because that's what I'll be sharing and talking about. <laughs> but for the last, um, I think it's been nine years, it's just been my dad and my older brother and me. And for the last four years, my mom has lived five houses down the block from us. But before that, she moved around. I live in Jersey, so for a while, my mom moved down to the shore to live with my grandfather when his wife passed, my mom's mother, and my main spirit guide, my main angel, my grandmother Rose, who within recent months, I have learned that I can communicate with her, as well as others past loved ones. So you can say I'm a psychic medium, as well as a clairvoyant, which means the ability to gain information about an object, person, location, or physical event through extrasensory perception. There are actually, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, nine clairs, but clairvoyant is kind of like the umbrella term for them. It's uh, clairaudience, clear hearing, claircognance, clear knowing, clair intellect, clear thinking, clair empathy, clear emotion, clair sentience, clear physical feeling. Clear tangency, clear touching, clear aliens, clear smelling, and what was the last one? Oh, because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, so I, I barely remember this. Clear gustance, I don't know. Clear tasting, though. And I believe deep in my core that everyone can do what I have learned I can do. That you can tap in, tune in enough to also communicate with the divine spirits, angels through these extrasensory perceptions. But I also believe you got to put in the work, which is why I have this podcast, to share my experiences, my story, because granted, it won't all be the same. If anything, we each have a unique journey. I'm not experiencing emotions the way you do, but through my stories, I hope you can find knowledge, healing, strength, empathy, something to take away. I heard many times, but the first time I heard it, I adapted it as a belief because it resonated deep within my soul that we are all souls that came here on this floating rock, Miss Mother Earth, as humans in the physical to embark on a journey, AKA life. And that we are all one. We are all connected. We have the same mind, same conscious. We are cut from the same cloth, believe it or not. As well as being one with Mother Earth and all its her inhabitants, the rocks, the trees, the water, animals, everything and anything you can think of. Even the stars, a quote from one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements, in the beginning of the book, he said, I am made of light, I am made of stars. And with this belief that has transformed into a deep knowing, it has taken my life for a fucking ride. You see, when I first started to adapt this knowing, I was deeply cemented and still in the old paradigm, the old constructs, the old way of thinking, that survival mindset I mentioned earlier that the rest of my town and 
majority of the world is in. Actually, to break that down even more, I follow and learn a lot from this lady on Instagram, at the holistic psychologist, who's heard of her. I really love her. She's awesome. She's one not only explaining things from a psychology standpoint with science that many people lean on, but two, she's also in tune and on her own spiritual journey. So she posts stuff that resonates on those soul levels as well. And you know me, I really appreciate that. Highly, highly recommend. Check her out. But she recently posted something about the survival mindset. So I'm going to take this opportunity now to fill you in more. So her post says, are you in survival mode? Survival mode is when our body and mind are stuck in chronic stressful states for extended periods of time. Our nervous system is constantly preparing for threats, even if the threat isn't actually there, releasing cortisol and adrenaline into our bloodstreams. And for those who don't know, cortisol is a stress hormone. So the sympathetic nervous system becomes activated and creates symptoms that are also labeled as mental health disorders, anxiety, panic, depression, digestive issues, fatigue. Shall I continue? I don't think I have to. And the only way to heal this, to get out of the survival mode, is to practice activating your parasympathetic nervous system. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, our nervous system, the thing that makes us function, move, operate, breathe, without having to remember we have to breathe on the daily, is broken down into many other systems. I've learned that in my personal training school. Uh, Google it for more info, because I'm not going to get into it. But how do you do that? Proper sleep, practicing deep breathing, mind-body movement like yoga, tai chi, boxing, etc., getting into nature, nutrition, limiting toxic and dysfunctional relationships because that shit stresses you the fuck out. And if you ever listen prior or follow me or know me in real life, this is what I be talking about on a daily basis. Do. I do all these things all the time. No. Do I try to make it a point and a habit? Absolutely. I'm not going to lie and sit here like meditation hasn't been hard for me. I feel 99% of the people who are aware of meditation, aware of meditation struggle with it. And in later podcasts, I want to go into that more. But the survival mode, I mean, it's not a bad thing. But it's like a bad thing. Who wants to be in a constant state of stress? No one. But by doing these things, it's proven to help heal. Which also not to mention, if you're in this constant state of stress, that means your mental is not the best. You're planting seeds in bad soil rotten soil they're not going to manifest properly like I was saying before some days I don't take home as much money as I do the other days and that has to do with your mental state those days I'm most likely beating myself up those days I probably didn't have that strength to step in front of myself when I looked in the mirror and called myself ugly when in reality it's like nah you're not ugly you're beautiful even when you're feeling low so then your thoughts right? Create your reality. If you're always thinking worst case scenario, start stressing yourself out, you're going to manifest shit. So to manifest what you want, you got to sit down, you got to do the healing. We can do that together. Y'all going to hold me accountable because when I do do it, when I can really sit down and get into it, I do feel better. It takes a while. I'm a very impatient person, which is something I'm learning too, because I'm like, oh my God, there are so many other things I'd rather be doing than fucking sitting down right now. But I have seen results in all these things, which is why I'm here talking about them. So anyway, off my tangent, back onto the original topic. Learning about being one, oneness, if you will. This is when I first started the podcast, when I learned about this. We may all be on our separate journeys that look different, but ultimately, we all are all here for the same thing. You see, if you've ever heard of the law of one, it comes from the 12 universal laws. 
This law hit home when I was guided to it by a tweet. A motherfucking tweet, bro, to this website that had a link, thelawofone.info, where it then led me to research the rest of it. Back in the 70s or 80s, there was a group who had Sunday meditations, and on one Sunday, a sixth-density entity named Ra, you may know them as the sun god Ra from the Egyptian times, contacted this lady through trance to come and give us guidance. So her and two other men sat while she was in a trance, and Ra was channeling through her as an instrument to bring clarity to some of life's biggest questions. Why are we here? What's the purpose of this? And so on. I highly, highly recommend y'all go check it out. There's this YouTuber, Aaron Apke, who has a whole series dedicated to the raw material and will explain it better than I could ever because I actually have yet to read or listen to the whole thing. I got gained like all my knowledge from this guy, actually. Um, even though it's posted online, the whole experience for free for people to go listen, like the recordings and then like the transcripts, I have not. It's not my time to dive further into it yet, but... And episodes to come, I'll definitely go more into that. But for now, I'm just getting back into the flow of things, you know, trying to find my foot on the board. When I first started this podcast a little over a year ago, it was more directed towards about forgetting what everyone says, thinks, does, and to encourage people to follow their dreams because anything's possible. To stop engaging in that survival mindset and just say, fuck it. Do what really makes you happy, what you've always wanted to do. For me, I was feeding my inner child. That little Leo Rising who was once told by her parents when she said she wanted to be an actress, she was shut down with. You can't. That's not practical. It's hard to make money that way if you aren't one of the lucky ones. Anyone else ever heard that? A few nights later, after I was told that, I was eating a meatball parm sandwich from Quick Check, and within minutes, my whole body broke out in hives. Dude, I was devastated. My favorite food, meatball parm. Mm, I could no longer eat because it made me break out in an allergic reaction. Weeks later, in many tests at the doctors, I wasn't allergic to anything. Not the fabric softener that was also accused. Not my dear, dear meatball parm. I could still enjoy it. They said it must just be stress. At the time, I was in seventh grade, November, December-ish, in my first town musical theater play, A Miracle on 34th Street. All too while my grandmother was dying, losing her battle to colon cancer. But as I look back, on the way to one of my doctor's appointments, my mother had to pull over because she had this terrible pain in her back. As soon as she pulled over and opened the door, she projects out vomits everywhere. She was fine moments later, and at the docs for my appointment, they told her it was probably an appendix issue. She was fine. She had no complications. She was feeling better. But in the recent weeks, I came into an understanding about intuition and why they say it comes more natural for women especially mothers, um, not to say like men aren't in tune or have intuition, we all have intuition, but they just say that like that phrase, trust your gut, because when you have a kid, when you literally create, physically manifest life inside of you and you give birth from your womb, and then if that child is ever hurting, it's a legit piece of your gut that's outside of you that's hurting, a piece of you energetically hurting, which is why mothers can sense when something's up. Which is just a thought that seems to make a lot of sense to me. That deep knowing that comes, right? AKA your intuition. It's quiet, calm, most of the times uh, anxious, the rest, and hard to fucking differentiate if you've ever had trauma or issues trusting yourself. Um, I'll put my hand in there for that one. But it's that constant nagging that makes you act and pick up the phone and make sure someone's okay. 
So when that thought about intuition came up, it was calm. And then when the memory of breaking out in hives came out, uh, it made sense. I can't remember feeling like my world had crumbled, being told that I couldn't be an actress, but it definitely upset me. However, on a soul level, I feel like looking back and remembering this story, it crushed my little Leo rising self, the one who wanted to shine in the way she wanted to shine. Back then, it was an actress, which is why I believe my mom had that gut issue on top of her own mother soon to be leaving the physical world and then my soul reacting to being shut down by physically breaking out in hives. Weird thought, some may not agree with me, but with my Pisces moon, it just makes so much fucking sense. Like, it just connects. After all that, excuse me. Oh, I'm a little gassy over here. Let me get some water. After all that, I was angry. Nah, wait, scratch that. I was fucking pissed off, bro. Because moments before, I was scrolling on Twitter, and I saw this video of this little girl getting her hair braided by her mother. And she says she's ugly and the mom stops braiding to reassure her she's not she says don't you ever say that you're beautiful you can be whatever you want to be you can be a doctor a lawyer whatever you are so gorgeous and remembering this after I was bombarded with this memory of being told that I couldn't do what I want to do it brought tears to my eyes unfortunately my parents fears and beliefs stood in the way of my dreams and I understand I'm not mad at my parents like really it's actually why I suffer so much because I'm so forgiving, so understanding. I say I suffer, but I just haven't figured out all my boundaries yet, which is why I hurt, because I let people treat me how I should not be treated. But again, save that for another episode. But I'm sharing that story because I think, one, it's a pretty cool way to think about intuition. Again, not just females, but why they say people, I mean, why people say mothers just know. Like, your mom ever just know? That shit freaks me the fuck out sometimes. I'm like, how do you know? She was like, I didn't, but you just confirmed it. I was like, oh. Now why I step on the mic and I publish such a public thing has a whole different meaning. Yes, I will still be the person to forever preach fuck what anybody says and tells you because you can do whatever your heart's desires. I promise you there's nothing impossible. But every time I post an episode now, it's me healing. Over the summer, I was blessed with having the opportunity to go to a handful of concerts like this past summer, I saw quite a few country artists like Keith Urban, Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, Jordan Davis, one of my favorites. Um, dude, I also saw Pitbull. What? Are you fucking kidding me? I swear to God, that was the best concert of my life. I did not expect it to be jumping the way it was. I'm like, damn, Pitbull. All right, shoddy. I specifically remember walking to the outdoor venue from the parking lot. If you're in Jersey, it was at PNC Banks Art Center. And so it's this giant hill, lawn area, and then ha it has a covered seating, uh, seated section, which like legit seats where the stage is. But if you're on the lawn, like you have to sit on the lawn or you stand. Um, but walking to it, you could hear the roar of the crowd and the vibration from them and the speakers. It was crazy. And I remember every single concert I was at, I was like, dude, I kind of want to do this. Could I ever do this? Get up in front of a crowd of 10, 20, 30,000 people or more and have all eyes on me. Every concert I sat there and I thought like, wow, dude, these artists, they put their heart and soul, their own experiences into melodies, rhymes and symphonies for people everywhere to listen to, for it to be around for years after. 
And for me, with the Pisces moon, I heal through music. Dude, my fucking Spotify wrapped. I listened to over 106,000 minutes of music this year. Want to talk about going through something? Mm. (laughs) So then, but to also know that, that they're healing people, contributing to that outcome in people's lives, that's all I ever want to do now. The thought of being in front of so many people, I don't know, fucking terrifies me. Can I sing like that? Maybe one day, who knows? Anything's possible. But to take my own experiences, the ones that either broke my heart to pieces, where I fell so low, lower than I ever had, or where I never had felt better, like life was amazing to something to think, sing about, to share for others to listen, to find healing in it. That just gave me chills. That feels right. It does. And every time I would listen to interviews the last few months from any artist, music or legit like painting and sculpture, like in September, me and my mom and my cousin and a few of her girlfriends, we went to go see Van Gogh experience in New York and it was just so earth shocking. Like every time I go somewhere, I'm always like taken back because I always find resonance in the soul. Like they said, Van Gogh was like insane. I'm like, dude, I felt like I was going to be checked into a psychiatric hospital over the summer. Like what? At the same time, I'd argue like that was just his soul trying to like help him. But like back then, like not that I would say we don't have the opportunities that we have now because like that's just how evolution works. But wow, look what he created. Whoever they may be, they always said it was an outlet, a way to feel their emotions going on inside of them because for a while they didn't. They ignored them. But they always found healing, whether it was writing lyrics or painting flowers in intense colors. It allowed them to process what was going on inside. And hello, if you're just meeting me, I too preach that shit, that everyone should slow down, address the shit that's inside of them, and to heal. And people want to know how to heal. Well, the first step is addressing it and acknowledging it. You can't heal what you won't feel, baby. Can't heal what you won't feel. (sighs) For me, writing was never like my thing, you know? It still isn't. Like, don't ask me to write an essay for you. That's why I dropped out of college. Bro, I've had enough of the 15-page papers. You got me fucked up. But I adapted it a while back while on this journey. Like, self-reflection journal prompts, I find myself doing a lot nowadays. And that's on never feeling like you're good enough. But (laughs) I'm totally joking. But no, it's really interesting. Like, self-reflection, try it out. And before I would, like, even try to, like, freestyle my thoughts on here, I still do. But um, that creates a lot of anxiety. So now I write. The end of the day, I try to jot down things that happened that day I could be more grateful for. Or if shit popped off. Or if I... let Not let myself down, but... Um, I'm trying to think of the word. Hold on. Hold. Oh, like, how did I stay true to myself today? And if I didn't stay true to myself, like, how can I do better? I write my feelings down. And then the next day, I try to use that emotion to get shit done. Or process more of it. Or turn it into wisdom. I do that regardless, but sometimes you can't always figure out the reason for why something had happened right away. Take some time. Also, who's to say it was just one? However, I learned now that if I don't do something with these thoughts in my head, these emotions in my body, they will stay there, stagnant, or just build up. Like, I'm a Taurus son. And if you know anything about Tauruses, They don't always pop off, but when they do, we can be explosive and we can cause much, much harm. That's the shadow side of the sign. And by shadow side, I mean the opposite of the good characteristics of the sign, the bad and ugly. You can actually look all them up on Google. 
which is one of the best things I've learned about astrology over the last year. I got this horoscope app called Chani, C-H-A-N-I. Again, highly, highly recommend. And it shows astrology, like where the planets are moving through specific for you and how it's affecting you. If you pay for it, also shows what it means with whatever sign is in whatever house for all 12 houses and like just so much more it's it's wild and honestly i didn't expect to gain so much knowledge on astrology it was something that i was interested in but i knew how vast and confusing it was so i never really jumped into it but over the past year of just researching my own chart and diving deeper into it because i wanted to know myself more uh which is such a blessing truly like can we just thank astrology like thank you <laughs> The way I was able to heal through it, fucking recommend, I recommend. I feel like I'm past that surface level of like, oh yeah, what's your sun, moon, rising sign? Like, no, tell me your Chiron and why you do the things you do, right? Excited to share it with that. More episodes, I promise. And like my own experiences through my own chart. Whew, very, very exciting. Also, another disclaimer, I'm not a professional. And all the things I share on this podcast are mostly my thoughts, but the things I've learned over the years of my life, the research I do, especially the last few now, being awoken to the spiritual journey, I've done a hell of a lot of research. I've learned a lot. I truly have. I'm not going to downplay that at all because don't get me wrong, I know there's still so much to know and I don't know everything. But like I said, like astrology is so vast um, and not just astrology, but life, life teaches me more than any research could. So there's that too. However, though... I also do want to add, this is where I mentioned the beginning where I said I wanted to admit some things. So I did make a few podcast episodes that are no longer up where I definitely came off super fucking arrogant, pretentious, know-it-all, vain even. And I do, I would like to apologize. I'm not going to say that's not me because clearly it was. Uh, but I hope I really do hope that it's no longer me. That's one of the reasons I stepped back. Um, it is an excuse, but in hopes you may find some understanding for why the shadow side of my Leo rising came out, I'm going to share. As I said before, if I don't do something with the emotions in my body, they build up, and at the time, I was hurting, breaking, to be honest, and I didn't even know. Truth be told, you can ask the ones closest to me. It was at, like, the end of April, beginning of May, my birthday was coming up. I just remember being so depressed, kind of numb, really. And I just kept saying, I don't want to do anything for my birthday. Somehow I did. I'm very blessed, thankful, because I'll never forget it. It was so much fun. But I was in survival mode myself. Still am, because I felt I had people to prove wrong. Places I wanted to go. And couldn't take the time out to stop and address situations and events that had happened to me that I brushed off. But I feel like nowadays, if you have ever gone through something traumatizing, that's your reaction. It's your survival instinct because Lord knows it's protecting you from all that pain that just occurred. Is it good? No. But that's what you've learned. That's how you survived for so long. So here I am, also not allowing myself to hurt. I guess I underestimated how much certain people and connections, when they fell apart, really broke me. But I was <laughs> too prideful to admit it. And on top of that, have you ever been in a situation for the second time and shit goes south? And it's like, damn, should have known better. <laughs> and you were here before, so now instead of allowing yourself to be upset, you're more so beating the shit out of yourself, creating a lot of shame because you got burned by the same flame twice or however many times. And add to that, the people around you that never really fucked with that person to begin with, uh, but you went out of your way to defend them because you thought that was what love was. 
are like not saying I told you so, but you can feel that energy vibrating off them. So you don't go to them upset. You just keep pushing forward. And so I did that. But I've learned I can't do that because then that side of me comes out. My spiritual ego, if you will. And it's where I hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Even the ones I care and love when, yeah, obviously that was never my intention to crack the egg, but it's still cracked. And now I have this mess I'm cleaning up. A bunch of podcast episodes where I feel as if I projected on. But you live and you learn. And these last few months are taking the time out to reassess, to figure that shit out, to heal, to learn me. I had a disconnect to do that, right? I, I wanted to create like a personal toolbox. Like, yo, when shit goes south, where can what can I pull from my own experiences to help me move past it? So to sum up where I've been doing that and gaining a fuck ton of content to talk about on this podcast, your girl really walked the talk the last couple months. Actually, hold on, because I've walked the talk before. But, dude, life just hits on so many different levels nowadays. And, like, yeah, boy, was it fucking hard. And I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to find the confidence in me again to come back and talk and put something out so publicly and to be so open again. And to not care about being judged anymore because for a good minute I did. It was fucking crippling to care so much in that way. Like, it's good to care. I love caring. It's like one of my fucking superhero powers is caring <laughs> but not about what others think like I'm so tired of it I'm not for everybody and recognize that about yourself too now because I'll just make shit go a whole lot smoother and if I can't be real and share these details on my story the fuck am I doing this for my mission is to inspire do my stories on this podcast I hope you go pick yourself up some rocks crystals obviously but I think it's funny calling them rocks <laughs> or you hear my words and then you put them into some aspect of your life to look at differently, to rewrite it to a more healing narrative. I hope that through what I speak and how I admire myself, and don't get me wrong, it's not a constant day-to-day thing, but when I come on here, that's what I want to show, that you learn to admire the things about yourself that you forgot as well, to learn how to manifest every single one of your desires to be there for yourself more and speak in more softness to yourself. To create a safe space for me and everyone listening where I can share the things that are hard at its core. And behind the curtain, yeah, and it takes time to pull through. It took me from fucking June to January to get a decent amount of confidence back to hope, to hope, to hop over that giant pile of fucking fear to continue to do what I love doing. To build a community, a place to feel accepted, heard, valued, respected. That's what I want out of life. To connect, to touch on deep soul levels that make your body engulf with goosebumps and a feeling inside of you to appear out of nowhere that makes you overwhelmed with tears. I have no idea how the next episodes will will go. But I'm, I'm so fucking excited. I really am. And as I was sitting writing this out, I had music playing on in the background. Last night was New Year's Eve. So when I left afterwards, uh, I went to my library, my music library, and I hit shuffle. And I was like, all right, angels, what's the song going to be for 2022? What's the vibe going to be? And Down for the Ride by Slaves came on. I was like, hmm, not really feeling like that's it. But it came on again while typing this out. And so I went and I looked at the lyrics. I think it's a love song, but I'm looking at it in a perspective of myself in connection with spirit, the universe, 
The second verse says, I never thought I could get any better, and my past only made me feel worse. I remember you said it was all in my head, and I need to forgive myself first. Now I know that I'm not without purpose, and you know that I'm not too far gone, but I hate that I tried to make up for wasted time, and I let it all go on too long. And bruh, <laughs> that verse, yo, that, that's me. That's what I struggled with. And it shows, it resonates so deeply. And here we go again, healing and music. That's where I am. So here we go, guys. Are you guys ready? I have no idea, but I'm going to jump. And if I fall, universe, please create the net. I spent the whole summer learning how to tread water and I held my breath for so long. Now I'm ready to hop back in the water to get back on the board, to surf my own wave, my soul wave. So yeah, I'm so, so happy to be back. And I'm so, so happy that if you stuck around this long, if you're rooting for me, I love you. I love you. Thank you for sending me that energy. Keep doing that. And I'm going to keep sending y'all energy back because, yo, we could use it nowadays. We could use it. I also just want to take a moment and just... Be grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for all you guys. I'm thankful for the universe and the spirit and the divine. And I just think it's important to express that because I do mean it. So thank you guys from the bottom of the heart for so rooting for me. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, before I go, let me plug myself. My IG is at the Soul Wave Podcast and at Mia.Cromaldi, C-R-I-M-A-L-D-I. I also have a website now where you can find me at, which is linked in my bio. It's www.miacromaldi.com. So check your girl out. And yeah, that's it. So um, I'll catch you guys in the next wave. Bye.